Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's been a while. Uh, this is Wrestling and Whatever. I'm your host, Mikey Dangerously. With me, as always, the Ben Wayne and Johnny Glow, J Glow. Uh, we are back from a phenomenal little break that we just had. We could do that because, you know, when you run the show, uh, you could go on hiatus whenever the hell you want. Whenever you want. Yeah. And we've come back on the heels of some interesting news in the wrestling world. So that's going to get our juices flowing. That's going to get this show going. But uh, first and foremost, how have my boys been uh, doing lately? That's the new day. No, no, no. I mean, that's the Ben Wayne and Jay Glow. How you guys been? Ben? Uh, not too bad. How about yourself, Jay Glow? I've been blessed. Not so much with Amazon, but I, 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 uh, I'll move forward. Um, we won't be talking but, uh, ill of Amazon on this podcast. No, I don't want to get taken out they by don't Bezos. They pay us enough to talk about Jeff Amazon. Jeff Bezos yeah. will take you to the moon. He really will with his evil laugh. But babies, so, we live. Um, you know, we're talking about what's going on. Mike, what have you been up to? I hear something. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I think what's been happening is I don't think today I actually brushed my teeth at all. I think that's the big news, right? I, I literally okay. woke up and I don't think I brushed my teeth. Wrestling yeah. and whatever audience, don't yeah. listen to this schmuck. RM Dangerously himself, Mikey Dangerously, over the last break, he got hitched. Oh. He's Whoop. a married man. Let's oh. give it up for him. On the count of three. <laughs> yeah, I know his spouse. Uh, <laughs> and on the count of three, let's give Mikey a hip hip hooray, Ben. Three, right. two, one. Hip hip, hip, hip hooray. hooray. Oh, I know the girls, Mike, were knocking down your door. I knew Trish Stratus was trying to hit you off. Don't treat me like a woman. Now Don't treat me like market. a man. Well, how does it feel? It feels good. Happy. It feels. It feels nice to actually uh, just to have somebody in your corner permanently, like to have that oh. permanent tag team partner. Like that's. You found I your Paul you Heyman found... for life. I did. Uh, I did. Well, I think you found it there, Mike. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. again. Buddy. Yes. Yeah. Very happy for you. It. Thank you so much. Uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, and then on our honeymoon, I just like to let everybody know, and it's not gay. Uh, I oh, went God. and got manicures and pedicures with my lady, and oh, man, my fingers have awesome. never felt any better. Dude, I they do massages so and shit. I, I've never done any of that before, and it was just really that's cool. awesome, Mikey. I just want to throw it out there: you that's have true. some of the fucking oh, nicest yeah. feet I've ever seen. Well, not to get on a Gene Snitsky rant here, but yeah, apparently some people don't have that little toe, little toe toenail. No, I have that little toe toenail, and it's nice. It's a pretty. It was perfect for a pedicure. It's a very nice toe. Yeah. You have very nice feet. I've saved your picture. Okay, I'm a little, I'm a little scared there, but uh, yeah, that is well, kind of odd. But you know, we'll go with it. Yeah, I'm a footman. We're, we're that's weird. We're gonna go better than from, being an ass man. Well, oh, ass yeah. Billy Gunn. I mean, you know, there's a couple ass men in wrestling. We've got Billy Gunn, Rikishi. That theme could have Rikishi, yes, for Rikishi. Yes. He could have came out to that. He's His ass. ass literally looks like a moon. <laughs> it does. It He's the head it. of the head of the table, <laughs> and he did it for the Rock. Isn't that the real bloodline? It is the OG bloodline. <laughs> That's where the bloodline begins. Yeah, exactly. It, it. Well, I mean, them and the the whatever Fatu's brothers were the uh, head shrinkers. No, what are you Samoans. talking about? The Wild we're... Samoans, Offensica. Yeah, it was Offensica. It wasn't Jesus, guys. 
That's what I know he's been gone a while, but get it together. <laughs> you can get one Pacific Islander, I guess you get them all. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Mike, they do not all look alike. No, but they all wrestle. Isn't that strange? They all wrestle alike. <laughs> That's true. They all get the same gimmick. I mean, whose fault is that? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's you know that's a little strange, uh, but speaking of people who don't have all the same gimmick, recently this past week we we're kind of recording a, a week late from the big news that had shook you know WWE side of wrestling news. We had a couple of releases, uh, and this came like from this release list came. I want to say it was a day or two after uh, WWE re- released their quarterly earnings, and they. They were making a lot. They are making a lot. They have. I, I don't know the exact figures. If one of you would be able to look that up, that's great. But if not, I understand. But from the figures that they they you know released saying what their earnings were, I, that the NBC deal is is making a pretty penny in old MacMan's pocket, if I do say so. But um, on the heels of that, we had some releases. Uh, one of the you know we can, I can go through all the names. I don't know what'd be easier for you boys if I go through all the names or if I say a few and then if you guys want to like you know this is the one I was shocked about you know you can talk about that yeah mm-hmm. sure um, I I know a few of these people haven't been on the haven't been on TV but uh, before we get to the the release uh, do you guys have any speculation on why they released all these superstars do you want to just like you know throw something out there that might make sense ben i know the business side you might know a little bit uh, about like if they're just that's exactly to... why it happened it's, um okay. they're just wwe i've said it a hundred times on these this particular podcast are just content producers now right. and it's all based on clicks and watches and fucking at NBC they're sitting there watching their peacock and who they're clicking and watching they we want to see more Roman we want to see more Rollins okay. we want to see more of this one because they're buying their shirts they're clicking them and they're liking them and the rest of the people why are they keeping them around if no one's clicking watching or staying tuned when they're on television so they're letting people go I mean that's why they let Bray go it, I think more of the, the reason I'm just jumping back to Bray sorry to like you know put it in the mix no. because he's like one of the bigger names that has been released in the last like 45 days is because um, I just don't think he fit the NBC Universal mold. They didn't want him on that character on Peacock. It was a sinister character, I thought, from the beginning. They, 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 they dumbed it down and gave it to Alexa Bliss. You know what I mean? And now it's marketable. So going back to what you said, Mike, that's what I think is just happening. They're just cutting the fat. This is all the you – know, Peacock doesn't want these people on their net, their network. I know they still have the, the USA stuff going on, but fucking Fox and – that Peacock, NBC, all those the, the big networks are where their bread is buttered, you know? Yeah, no, and and Jay Glow, adding on to that, is there anything you could think of either from either from the business side or just say from a personal, like, public relations uh, side? Like, you know, what, what do you think it is with, like, them releasing all these superstars? Is it good for them to have, to get released into this, this pool nowadays since there's a little bit more um, programming that they could maybe jump back into? <clears throat> Well, to add on to what Ben was saying, mm-hmm. I, I think it's from just them, the clicks and the likes and all of this jazz that goes along with that. But also, the way that WWE is right now is if you aren't inst- an Insta star, they don't mm-hmm. have the necessary time to put into these wrestlers to get them to wow. progress over time. They're like they're looking for the next Stone Cold, the next The Rock, the next Shawn Michaels. The, the the type of wrestler that 
that wows you from the get-go. Now, the NXT and WWE might have some of those guys right now that are maybe fitting that bill. They'll be released eventually, though. Don't don't you know you know don't get me wrong there, but they are as as Ben said. You have the Seth Rollins, the the Roman Reigns that are selling the merch right now, and that's good because it's all a business side. But from a talent side, they're not putting the time into their wrestlers to develop them. They want insta stars, which I get it. In the type of business that they have made for themselves right now, where it's like we got to make this. This has to be the the go to guy right now. They don't have that. They haven't had that in a very long time. In my opinion, they haven't had it since Brock Lesnar, Batista, when that whole squad from, uh, I think it was, yeah, the whole oh, class. crazy breakout class. Of yeah. 06, yeah. I think. They want that. Oh, two, I mean. Exactly. They want <laughs> that again. They want that, that type of group again. And in my opinion, I, we haven't seen it. And, and as much as everyone was a fan of Keith Lee, as much as I was, and I said that he was going to be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm eating my words now, um, but they don't have the guy that's going out there that's wowing you with his mic. Like every now, the best way to put this, and not Meltzer's stars, but they're putting. There's been zero five star guys that have been five star on the mic, five star in the ring, five star backstage on you know on cameras and whatnot. Like there's no one out there grabbing your attention like that. It's like we have to find. Like, it's like us as fans, we have to find that guy. Where it's like, oh, this guy could be good. And we say that and we make ourselves believe it. But it's not coming to fruition when we had The Rock, we had The Stone Cold. Guys that were literally captivating as soon as we saw them become their own. And they were funny. They were serious. They were athletic. You know what I mean? Like all those five-star guys were there that we didn't have to think. They, they thought for us. And we're, we don't have that in wrestling now. And I'm thinking – I think right now – WWE's letting those guys go, and they fucked up on one guy, and it was Bray Wyatt. And I know from what Ben had said is that because he wasn't marketable through Peacock, I agree. But I also think as well from what I've read, and they could be wrong, but they said that he was having backstage issues with Vince and all those guys, and that's why they let him go. He's a money guy. Right. He is money. Um, The thing is with Bray, though, is – I could see why he had the problems I've read about with Vince because he was the creative force behind the fiend and Vince mm-hmm. wanted to take credit for it. That's right. what the problem was. He Vince Vince adding that fucking uh you know what was it where they did the playhouse thing? That uh-huh. wasn't what the fiend was supposed to originally be. It was just supposed to be that character that Bray brought out and you know we had first seen building up and then Vince added all that gimmicky shit to it and that's where I think I think they I read in the rumor they said that uh, the way they were going head to head Bray should have been released months ago like right. they they said that they never seen anyone get that much way leeway with Vince and he was letting him have creative control but that fucking character was amazing at the beginning that's why they put the title right on him you know I mean we're talking about it now and there's a ton of other releases but to circle back around to what Mike was talking about also why it happens is Vince is a businessman at the end of the day too how many guys have they released and he's not do you think he's just not flooding the market with talent right now cuz okay say all 50 50 guys get released 
AEW is a new upstart company. They can't say yes to all of them, but they're they're saying no to some of them also gives them a bad name. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Right. So you think you think that's do you think that's a head game that Vince is playing? Oh, I completely think dropping all this talent on the market is is part of a part of a you know uh, right you know strategy. Just some sort of head game that he's playing because you got to think about it that way. Like you said, Ben, he's releasing like at least fifty superstars. And one other thing I want to add: they want what they want of their superstars stars nowadays like a lot of the talent that got released they want big social media following yeah so they want people on their social media or working their social media 24 7 because that's another aspect of your character to bring fans in start looking at guys getting released and looking at their social medias and see how shit and lackluster they are and then they'll tell you another reason why they're getting released you know oh yeah you know you're absolutely right um i mean again going back into uh you know this is this is a this is a a term of like not endearment, but like just a, a just like a, a turn for the corporate of WWE to be like, oh, you want to be the good guys, AEW? Okay, well, why don't you take all these guys because yeah. you know we're gonna release them, and then you go ahead take them and see how much money you're gonna lose because you have everybody. AEW has everybody, you know. Like I, I don't see. I don't. I don't. I don't see one that. piece of talent that got released that yeah. needs to be picked up. Right. You know, I, I, maybe, I'll I'll go, maybe Ember Moon. Go, dude, I'll Ember Moon, go back maybe. To say when when they released Braun Strowman back then, like I don't. I'm think... glad they didn't pick him up. Yeah, he, you know, I, I've been following him on on some social media. And I, I think he's doing fine. I, I don't think he needs to go back to wrestling. Um, he's doing Northeast wrestling. I think he's like an impact promotion. Too. Oh yeah, is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Impact makes sense for him. He could be a monster up there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But, you know, it's just interesting that, that when you said that, that now I'm thinking, like, just from, like, a, a corporate perspective that, like, they could just be like, all right, we're going to release all these people. And it's going to end up looking bad more. I, I, it's looking bad for WWE, don't get me wrong. But it's going to look bad for AEW when yeah. the AEW people are like, or the fans are like, oh, why didn't they pick up, you know, like, Scarlet? Or, oh, man, they should really get Keith Lee and Mia Yim in there. And they're going to be like, mm. Like, AEW has everybody. No offense to... to but it's just what's going to happen. They're going to have to say no to some of these people, and that portion of those fans are going to get pissed at AEW. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just going to cause turmoil on the indies and internet for AEW. Yeah. This is all throwaway talent by WWE. They're, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's going to cause chaos and turmoil on the indies and AEW for all this talent either trying to get picked up, get signed. Imagine 20 people contacted AEW's yeah. front yeah. office <laughs> to try and get on TV. You know? Hey, can I get on? All at once. You know? Yo, can or I get some TV time? Or- yeah, whatever. It's all going to be a fucking mishmash of, of fucking talent that WWE just said, here, have at it, 20 guys. And they did this, what, a month before? They released, like, 20 guys, and Bray was at the top of the list, yeah. you know? Yeah, before. Um, so is there anything else you want to add to it, Jay Glow? Otherwise, I can just go into the list a little bit. Yeah. I'll start with a couple people, and then... Yeah, there's another thing I wanted to add, too. In regards to, like, all these releases, well, the, the positive note is that the independent scene is booming right now again. Not like it was after the Attitude Era when it was kind of sort of dead from, like, 2002 to 2007 when it was just really WWE. Um, the independent scene is is back up around. There's a lot of promotions out there that, especially the pandemic, kind of helped that, too, because people want to go out and see shows now. So... You're, you're seeing a lot of these shows that more so had like maybe 20 or 30 people in the stands now have hundreds. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen on different social media posts, like uh, just random ones in our area, random ones in Jersey, New York, 
North Carolina, all this different types of stuff. So they have places to go. They have places to make money. They're not going to make WWE money, but they're going to make some sort of money. Another thing I noticed AEW doing as well, <laughs> as well as Impact, is they've been bringing guys in, giving them a paycheck for like one night stands, and then that's enough to, to keep them good for maybe an, another couple months till they can show up again. I think that's that's smart, but a lot of these guys could go back onto the indie scene and do something. And I think why WWE might be doing that as just a side note here is that WWE did the same thing with Drew McIntyre. They sent him away. They said, "Hey, kid, go back and learn a new hold." Um, he went out and he was like, "If you really, really want this," which he did, which he does, and he did. He went out. He recreated himself. He got bigger. He, he gave this, like, no fucks given type of attitude. And WWE got him back. He went to NXT. He did it right. Won the championship belt. And then now he's on WWE. And he won the, he won the championship belt at WrestleMania in, I think, which was the main event. But unfortunately, there was no fans there. So it's one of those things where maybe if you're good and you really want it enough and you could go do something with yourself – then you'll see yourself back. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, WWE has given you the chance. You've had the taste of glory for a little bit, and now you're back to where you're at. Do you really want it? Do you really, maybe this is a wake up call for a lot of these guys to maybe be different, think outside the box or do I something mean, you're else. Right. You're totally right, Jay Glow. I mean, Drew is fucking such a great story. He took the bull by the horns and he went everywhere. He didn't just go fucking, you know, he went to Impact, he wrestled ROH, he did mm-hmm. some fucking New Japan, yep. and he just killed it everywhere. Like, he was on top everywhere. He met a headline with Lashley and Impact, and they had some great matches up there. Absolutely. So then when he came down and they, they finally brought him back, like, like Drew is what you would call a fucking uh, typical WWE, like, protege. That's what they want. They want him, Roman, Rollins. They want those type of looking guys, 6'6", 275 have been in the WWE, came back, and, you know, made good names for themselves. And Drew's one of them. And they like his character. They like where he's at. And that's why he's, like, a company man. And here's another thing, too, before we move on to the next topic. People like Karrion Cross and Keith Lee, guys that could be stars, they have the, they have the, the, the build that they are looking for. Um, Karrion Cross uh, could be a guy where he says, you know what, fuck it. I'm pissed off now. I'm going to get in the absolute best shape of my life. I'm going to make a whole different persona. up. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Maybe he does something absolutely fucking crazy that gets everyone talking, gets everyone talking, gets signed at this show, maybe goes to impact, maybe goes to, to AEW, does something in the future, not now, but maybe he recreates himself or Keith Lee. And I'm not body shaming Keith Lee, but maybe Keith Lee, also gets into the best shape of his life where WWE's like, oh, shit, we need him back because he would fit good in this storyline. And then maybe Keith Lee comes back and absolutely wows everyone away right. with something that he does. I think it's one of those things where I think that eventually, if not now, within the next one to three months or maybe in the next one to three years, maybe one of these guys will be back. And oh, then- we'll see. And yeah, exactly. We'll see. All we could do is wait right now. Well, here's, Mike, here's, start running that list. Well, here's a hot topic I'm going to throw real quick because I'll throw the I'll throw three names out, um, and then I'll ask you guys what you think on the opinion of a certain topic here. So we have, uh, we'll have 
M- uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim and as you said, uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett uh, Bordeaux, Bordeaux uh, were the perfect ten or whatever she is. <laughs> were were the uh, were the four right now? We're going to start the list with, but, you know, like it's crazy that they got released. You know, as Mia and, Yim was released as well with Lee. Yeah. So so these two these the reason why I said this is these two are are couples. They're both in relationships, not mm-hmm. not with each other, not like a not like a four way. Well, there can only be one relationship in the WWE, and that's Rollins and Lynch. So, right, but so so my question is, that sucks that that happened before the holidays. But you know, they got their whatever ninety day no complete cause or whatever, so they're probably getting money for that. But what's your take on that long standing? It used to be taboo, and now it kind of isn't. Uh, and you see it a lot more with this generation of wrestlers, and that would be the whole relationship. Like that I'm gonna, a topic. It, hmm? that is a good topic. Yeah, because it happens a lot, and then like so, so right now, because now I could also, I could also say the other person that was on the list was uh, Frankie Monet, but John Morrison didn't get released. Oh boy, not as yet. Of, as why? Of, why? As why wasn't this... John Morrison released last year? Fucking Johnny Drift Drift. I'm sorry. As... I am As... the I am the I, John Morrison hater. There is JBL has taken a step down. Wow. John Morrison wow. has moved to the top of the list. Johnny Drip Drip show. needs to go away. Like yeah, okay. <laughs> we're gonna try to get. And John I can't Morrison believe watched. I'm a grown man and I got to say Johnny Drip Drip. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> are you a grown man though? If you said oh Johnny oh, Drip. only on the weekends. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But but getting back to the other thing, so there's like two questions I could kind of form here but the first one which i think is a more interesting one is recently with a lot of wwe superstars but you see it in the past too but it didn't seem like it was going as bad i mean the 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 bigger the most controversial one probably was china with triple h because that kind of ruined her job but it wasn't known but but at the same time she didn't want to be in the same locker room as him either. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, but you know, the thing behind that Stephanie and him fucked around behind her back and then she blackballed her from the business. And that's why she had to do porn. Well, I mean, a, so. apparently Stephanie McMahon, we're, we're going to, we're not going to say she did, but oh, like, oh, I mean, quote unquote. Yeah. Listen, I, I might become best friends with <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. She's won so many freaking ladder matches in, in video games, various video games I've played with. Stop she, <laughs> She's all grown up. Her and Luna Vachon in video games are dangerous. <laughs> Luna, they really like, are. La Jesus. Luna Eclipse. Over. Um, but, but just that, like, so, okay, so there's that form of it, but now then you have like, you know, these, these couples and, and, and all this stuff happening. Like, like, what do you think about it, Jiggle? Do you think like they should leave their work life separate from their pleasure life? I know. Also, they're on the road twenty four seven. I guess you're bound to meet your soulmate on the road, but then it just gets so messy when, hey, you know, if if it were like a John Morrison, Frankie Monet type thing, hey, you know, sorry, we're gonna let your girlfriend go, but you could still stay. Or Jerry the King Lawler and the cat. Well, like, let's look at that. let's look at Carmella and Corey Graves. Well, that that was that. that I mean, you know, that's uh, something else. That's I love not, that no one talks about how right his wife was, and they call right. her crazy. Right? Like, what the fuck happened here? She put out a release that my husband's fucking around with Carmel, and WWE says if you don't stop saying that, we're gonna sue you. It was fucking true. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Mrs. So X Graves got fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you that go. Wasn't the first time. 
But like, my it's God. Just, it's not, <laughs> by gosh, you got fucked. Um, but like, it's just stuff like that, though, that like you, you would, they pick and choose their battles at WWE, it seems mm-hmm. like. And it's crazy because they just had this coming soon, Frankie Monet. Yeah. And, and then it was, oh, shit, that's John Morrison's wife. And it's like, oh, well, oh shit. I didn't know that. John Morrison's wife's gone now. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it, they. It, I hate how WWE does this. They did this with Bray before they let him go. You're building somebody up. Bray was already built up, but he was getting more build up with different stuff that was going on. And then, like Frankie Monet, they were building something with her, saying coming soon, coming soon, you know, getting the hype, getting the hype, and then they release. It's just like, I don't, I don't get it, but... They really dropped the ball to a lot of these guys. Well, why even waste your time? We're kind of going off on a, a side tangent here, but why even waste your time if you know that's what you're going to do to the, the, to right. the wrestler? You're going to release them. So there's a couple other names here, too. We can go back to it, Ben, here. But there's a couple because other names. that's not how here. it kind of works, you know? Like, okay, you're you're not going to be fired all the, the whole week. Like, you go into creative, and they're working with you and getting you ready, and then the next thing you know, fucking uh, HR is saying, okay, this person's making this much money, stuff's coming down from this person saying we don't want them on TV. Mm -hmm. So then it all comes together, and all this work, like, you and an agent and creative have been doing for two months is wasted, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, you're right there, too. It is a different beast in the sense that that there's, like, probably five different entities that aren't even talking to each other from yes, different departments until then, they get released. <laughs> yeah. So you could be a couple of the lucky, uh, lucky wrestlers that were on this list. And it didn't seem like they even got on any, maybe they did dark matches, but they weren't on TV at all. And they just get released. You know, that's, that's interesting because one of them was, um, uh, what was, uh, it wasn't the British Bulldogs son. It wasn't Davy boy. It was, yeah. it was, Davey, Davey, yeah, it was Davey I boy can't Smith. believe that. That's a big, he wasn't even weird. on TV. No. Yeah, but do you know the story? Like they were like after him for so long to sign. Okay. He was mm-hmm. like doing. He was in Japan, a big fucking tag team star forever, and then he was like deciding on where he was going to go. And WWE kept pressuring and pursuing him, and then got him. They had him do a couple. I don't know if it was house shows, but it was stuff that dark matches. At least. Yeah. And he never. They released him. It's so fucking. He probably says, "What the fuck are they doing? Why are they jerking me around?" Right. And I think that's the second time they brought him in. Yep. It was. You know. Well, he I was mean, back with them. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. Mm-hmm. He was back with them back in the Velocity days. Yeah, him and Teddy oh. Hart. Wow, Teddy was good. Teddy, Teddy was really. Good. He's fucked up too. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, you should watch uh, his. I mean, shoot interviews are fucking great. I've, th- ben, that's exactly what I was watching. I was watching a shoot <laughs> interview his, with. Uh, he's a I think it was Hannibal. Oh God, he was so good. He he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about anybody. I he love really it. doesn't. He doesn't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this shit. Well, again, going back to the list now, we have Ember Moon, uh, oh, Grand, Grand Metalik, uh, Nia Jax, Lindsay Dorado. Oh, boy. Yeah, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. That's... That was... So yeah. here's the thing. I said a couple of names. This was, this was a controversial release. Uh, this was... She was in... Uh, in a... I guess it's a... I guess it's becoming a political... I, I honestly don't know. Hey, quote-unquote, my body, my rights... You know, now it's coming out of the point where you guys want to do whatever the hell you want. I don't really care. As a speaking as a white straight male, you know, like what can we? Fight what are you about? referring to, though, Mike? Well, okay, Nia Jax apparently got released because she didn't get vaccinated. Is that a? Breach? Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a breach of some sort of like doctor patient confidentiality or, or like isn't that no. like? A, 
No, but that'd be like a healthcare thing. It's required for her work. It but is, AEW because AEW doesn't require AEW doesn't require anybody to be vaccinated though. So, so I'm so confused. Is it because maybe they're a bigger because they're publicly big, traded company? Yeah, at public, WWE. Yeah, yeah. Fortune you 500 know, company. They're Fortune and, 500 company that everyone has to be vaccinated. I bet you if you work for them. And they're probably. I did see the advertisements. They. I know. I know AEW didn't do those type of advertisements, but when you know, like how they do the BA Star thing for WWE, they were doing the like get a shot or whatever type. I mean, thing think about it. that though. They like. I'm telling you. Fucking injured women wrestlers all across WWE are cheering. Nia has been oh, a yeah. problem. She has not been over. And oh, yeah. finally found something to get rid of her fucking snooty ass. I'm yeah. sorry. No, like, you're I'm right. glad she's gone from, I don't want to see her on my TV. She's injured too many people. And she doesn't care about injuring people. And she keeps getting injured herself. So that just means she shouldn't be in the business. Let her stay on that Total Divas show, whatever they do. Well, I see. I don't think, well, if she's off that, she's going to be off that too. But, but the thing I'm thinking about is, do you think for her in particular, would she want to go back to wrestling? Or was this just like, hey, I got my namesake in there because Rock gave me the job. You know what I mean? I like, think, hey, she'd probably get a job in Hollywood. Rock's the biggest action star there is. That's I mean, true. Maybe she get her doing something. I don't want to see her on but, my, I mean, I don't want to see funny, her on my little screen. I don't want to see her on my big screen either. So. It's funny that the, the, <laughs> the bloodline's doing so well and they, they would didn't. find a way to release like the woman that should have been in the bloodline. You know what I mean? They would make Absolutely. it stronger adding a woman to it would have been great adding her. It's yeah. weird that that got that, that it all played out that way. I don't understand why these people don't get it. Like, you have these factions. There's not, and with the women movement being so big right now, like, why don't they have like put a girl? With, I know. Yeah, we've yeah. been saying this for how long? A year now. Add yeah. a woman. Yeah, it would just it would just bring so much more legitimacy to like rivals and stuff like that. And, like and the hurt business we were talking. Remember Johnny? Who yeah, we were Shane and Baszler. Someone. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're saying. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that the Hurt Business versus the Simone Dynasty, or whatever the hell they're going to call themselves, the Bloodline? Well, with you, Nia Jax, you, were, like, you yeah. guys were you guys were stuck with Nia Jax being in the Bloodline. And I was still thinking Tamina, just because the Usos. Oh yeah, you said that Tamina. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, good stuff. But but uh, but uh, going on a little bit more, I think I said. Tell me if I said these names already, because I'm kind of skipping all over. Jeet Rama Rama Rama. I know what the I fuck that is. is. Okay, uh, <laughs> Katrina Cortez. Sorry. No, that's fine. No idea. Trey Baxter, uh, Zadea no. Ramir. These so guys sound like all NXT developmental people. Right. Jesse Kamira. Then there's B Fab. Uh, then we got into Oni Lorkin. I liked Oni. Okay, and no Oni. Eva Marie, and then thank God he's gone again. Thank God. <laughs> well, no. Who was the? Was the? Who was? The big chick with her, but she's still drop. She's probably still on. Oh, the fuck that means. <laughs> do drop. <laughs> drop a do. Like, I don't know. Dropping a yeah. do? See, guys, listen how we talk, though. Like, this is what wrestlers should be doing, or like a female wrestler. Like, that's how you get over with people. You got to make jokes about the other people, even if it looks like it's bullying. Like, do drop. What are you, what are you dropping? Do's or something? Or you know what I mean? Like something like that where, you know. They won't even do that, know. yeah. No, you're right. Even Marie, though. Why, you know what it seems like to me? These were all a bunch of Triple H signings that got released. Yeah. That's what it smells like Whatever. to me. Because <laughs> just Eva Marie being in that mix, that was something that just came together. Someone came in and said, no, no, we're getting rid of that bitch again. Well, I think they signed Eva Marie, too, because she was in a movie at the time. And they wanted to get some sort of notoriety from her. 
Um, but maybe Keith it was Lee, a... Carrie and Cross. They all seem like they were brought in by Trips. Yep. And Triple. I mean, maybe it was just Triple H's reference at the time. Like, okay, this person could do good. They could be really hot right now. Let's pick him up. But I mean, I know up. we're jumping all over the place. Did you guys read the story that Sean is actually taking over all Triple H's duties? Right, because Triple H now, I don't know if we said this on any of our episodes, but as of right now, this recording, Triple H had like triple or double bypass surgery or something like that. Or he had a heart attack, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, he had a heart issue, a heart and yeah. then I guess it turned into a heart attack or something. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but lots of stuff, man. So much stress on that fella and the stuff and the rumors that were coming down. It, it's sad what happened because I think it was it played a factor, no doubt about it. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and then now Sean said he is actually picking up all the day-to-days and yeah, like they were talking about the, re-evel- the redevelopment of NXT 2.0 and says that he's been in the business and things always change, but Sean's actually at the helm of NXT right now. Good thing or bad thing? I don't know. If he was involved anywhere with the rebranding and some of the releases, it seems bad at the moment, but let's see where it goes. He's never had the book anywhere. Let's see how he develops NXT himself, you know? Right. He's been you following know, Triple H. You know, when Triple H was doing NXT, he was like the second in command in that sense. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. So at least he could. He was watching Triple H, and Triple H was doing a good job. And then when all that shit happened to Triple H, I guess like you don't you don't want a Bruce Pritchard and you don't want like uh, I made like a joke about that, too. I was like, oh, this is Bruce Pritchard's NXT. I, you know what I mean? Because it's just got Vin, it, it, this NXT just seems to start to have Vince's smell all over it. And it's like, eh. it does. They're they're having final say instead of Triple H having final say. Yeah, I think Sean's doing stuff and Pritchard and Vince are now having final say. Yep. That's exactly you know? what's going on, though. But it I mean, sucks. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just co- it's coming out WWE ish. That's why it is. You know? yeah, you're it's not coming right. out like you know this fucking underdog, fucking rival indie that it was. Like Triple H made it. It's coming out as a fucking WWE production. Yeah, and you know, like again, just getting back to that list that I I, I named. Uh, I do hope that everybody does find their place in this clusterfuck of a field that is professional wrestling now if they get in any you know other promotions there are i mean the business is booming but you know then you have to think of the ulterior motives in that sense that like a, a just keep harping back on what ben was thinking about like you know we're going to release all these superstars we're going to saturate the market desaturate the market or saturate the market and then you know you know what you know what the, what the fuck are you guys going to do you're not going to pick them all up so or you are and you're going to lose all your money because you're giving everybody all these salaries and you know do nothing with them exactly yeah. because that's what WWE was doing the WWE was doing that to begin with like with Bray Wyatt and all them uh uh the big guy uh Braun Strowman giving mm-hmm. them like quarter million dollar contracts because you know you're not going to you know we don't want you to sign with the competition well now we know what the competition is let them go and now if we look at the competition, it's actually looking really good, you know? Absolutely. And um, we're talking about AEW, right? Yeah, AEW. Uh, you know, I caught a couple of uh, NWAs and shit like that, too. I mean, all that stuff is good, you know? You know why just... we're we're talking about some other promotions? Um, you know, sorry to cut you off, Mike. No. Um, did you hear about ROH, right? Yeah. So so what was the story, if you want to fill, it, uh, fill our uh, listeners well, in? ROH is on an indefinite hiatus. They're going to do one more show this year. Everyone's been released from any contract they're under. They're going to liquidate merchandise, and they say come back sometime in next year. They said April, I guess, which probably means the show around WrestleMania they do in Dallas or something, so with a crowd. 
But that's fucked up because as of right now, there is no ROH. It's just a name that sells, you know, it has a website. T-shirt company. <laughs> yeah, T-shirt company. Look at that T-shirt company now, Jayla. I know. <laughs> right? It's insane. It pretty well. I <laughs> you agree. It, you know? No, oh, you, you know, I mean, no. there's so much wrestling news on it. No, 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 go ahead. Um, Moxley. What do you guys think of John oh, Moxley? Oh, okay. So now, again, for our fans who aren't familiar, John Moxley recently is taking a step back to get some rehab done uh, for an alcohol addiction or, I don't know, was it also drugs or is it just alcohol? Just alcohol. I know, alcoholism. Uh, and then his book came out. His book was pretty revealing to the doings of what, like, how corporate WWE was, especially uh your favorite uh, producer there, your executive producer, Kevin Dunn. Um, and uh, yeah, so personally, I hope the guy gets, you know, the help he needs on a professional basis. I think Jay Glow, if it wasn't Jay Glow and I, it was definitely Mrs. Glow. And I think even Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Dangerously. I, I when but okay that was Dean Ambrose in WWE but when we saw him in WWE watching them like just shows I don't know like when he had the three guys of the shield you know you could see like Roman Reigns was gonna go somewhere unfortunately or fortunately because that was like Vince's guy mm-hmm. Seth Seth Rollins that was Triple H's guy you know what I mean like he was gonna go somewhere Dean Ambrose just seemed like such a mock of a of a guy, you know. It doesn't seem like he he's playing that. Uh, but he, that maybe maybe that's because he was playing that type of guy, that Mac guy. I I just never got into him, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, you know, but but from a you know a personal uh, situation, I do hope he gets better. But like on a professional level, it's like I felt like he was trying, but then he was trying to not try, and it's like oh, you're, you're Mox. Mox could have been so much bigger in WWE had they let him do his own thing with the character that he had, but they were just they were trying to saturate him so much into something that he wasn't. And then when he went to AEW, he kind of brought his indie personality back with, with his name. Um, but he, it, it just like you said, it, he suddenly he was trying too much. Uh, but then again, who are we to speak uh, right. on it? You know, but from just as a fan perspective, yeah. I do like Moxley in his matches. His interviews kind of like I wasn't too sucked into them uh, or sucked off onto them. But I I just personally, I like Moxley in the ring. I like, you know, everything. It's another one of those guys I was just talking about. Five star in the ring. Five star in those types of death hardcore matches. But two on the microphone, like, two, yeah. st- two, three star personality, two star on the mic. Okay. People will disagree. If you're listening yeah, to this no, podcast, they may people, say you're full yeah. of shit. It's your prerogative, um, Bobby Brown. Um, but like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where like, Nobody. I, I like, I like Moxley, but like nothing's going me to say I'm going to watch him more. But like you said, Mikey, I, I hope he gets well. Alcoholism isn't a joke. But I'm about to say something that might be really fucked up right now. Are you going to say it about John Moxley or just in general? Oh, before so, you do that, what about you, Ben? What did you think about it? Oh, Real sorry. Quick. No, I just want to get. Um, I like ben. Moxley. Okay. I think you know when the Shield broke up, he was the breakout star. I know the other two were already stars. They were going to be. That's why the Shield broke up, so they could you know ascend. Moxley was the one that worked from the bottom and worked his way up, and I liked everything he did. The fucking thing that fucked him up, he injured his bicep. When he hurt his bicep, all the steam, they they fucking pulled the plug on him, and he came back, 
and they kept fucking changing him. I liked when he had the gas mask and he kept telling fucking everyone stunk and he came out in the gas mask. He should have had that look forever, but he said he was getting lost in the WWE at that <sighs> point, and that's why they released him. I mean, what he did in AEW, you got to remember, him and Jericho were the only names that were known in the States, and they put a company on their back and fucking were running ragged and yeah. you know made it work. And now he's like kind of paying for that. But, you know, I think he's that kind of guy who's probably going to persevere, come back and be like better than he was. So <clears throat> uh, what were you going to say? That was pretty fucked up. So, I mean, <laughs> just just uh, and I, I do agree with you, Ben. He him and Jericho really brought that, even though the Bucks and Omega and all them, they well, were there, I, too. Of course. But like, yeah, like you said, those are the two names that like everyone knew, like everybody knew. Um, because of their WWE notoriety, but the the fucked up thing I want to say is that it just I always reference back to the '90s and the '80s, and when wrestling was absolutely put on the map for every everyone knew it. Everyone was like, "Oh, let's go watch wrestling." Let's, hey, wrestling's coming to the uh, to the area. Let's go see it. Or hey, WrestleMania, what's that? Let's take a look at that. Like when it first came out, wrestling was such on the map back in the '80s and the '90s that it feels like. Those types of superstars that they created that could captivate you, they're long and gone. And I think the thing that fueled a lot of those, like Dino Bravo, like Mr. Perfect, like that's funny, <laughs> like a lot of, of everybody. These guys... <laughs> you pick up Dino Bravo, he was actually killed. Like you know, I know, but it's like they, these guys had. What I'm trying to get at is that these guys had fucked up backstories, and it's just like those type of characters make the best characters. So it's like, and, and even saying Mr. Perfect and Anyone like Scott did. Hall, oh fuck, uh, like these guys, they all have problems that we see about in all these documentaries. It's always substance abuse. It's always alcoholism. But it's like, it's so fucked up to say, but a lot of these guys that have those, I feel like that's what made them, made them into the stars that they are. Like uh, not the Austin. whole, yeah. Austin for sure. Like not, not the whole Just like, persona yeah, it added. Exactly. It added to their persona of being larger than life. And it seems like a lot of these guys are just, you know, go in the locker room, leave, don't go out partying. They just play video games, which, I mean, I respect it, but it's just like Twitter. Times have changed, and you can really tell it in wrestling. Well, I'll tell you what hasn't changed, and that's going to be a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Too sweet. Do you hear that? That's the sound of an ice cold loco coffee. I always have one before I record wrestling or whatever because it's that damn good. Start feeling good about your daily coffee consumption. Loco coffee delivers benefits that go above and beyond the average cold brew coffee and is geared towards fueling your active lifestyle with all natural, no BS ingredients and zero added sugar. The added coconut water and maple water provides electrolytes and antioxidants for an enhanced, clean coffee experience. This is the perfect pre- and post-workout drink. Don't forget to use our promo code WRESTLINGWE for 10% off of your next order off of any Loco Coffee you purchase on LocoCoffee.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We live, and we are back to uh, wrestling or whatever. I am Jay Glow. This is the Ben Wayne and Mikey Dangerously. 
we uh, finished off our topic talking about uh, alcoholism in uh, wrestling and why it isn't as fun as it used to be back in the 80s and 90s, but that was a kind of fucked up thing for me to say. Do I uh, apologize? No. Um, but we uh, <laughs> wanted to move forward. I wanted to bring up something before we uh, kind of go into another topic, um, which could be what we talk about for the rest of the show. But 24 years ago today, something Oof. crazy Oof. happened in wrestling that uh, Scott Hall thinks is still a work. Um, oh, but no. it, 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 uh, it definitely, I don't think personally that it was. But 24 years ago today at Survivor Series, the mm. Montreal screw job came to fruition. And Vince McMahon didn't screw Brett. Brett screwed Brett. Guys, in Vince's words. <laughs> in Vince's words. With the black eye and all. Guys, 24 years. Is that insane? Yeah. Like it was yesterday. I called the ECW hotline that week, and they said something was going to happen that was not um, scripted. That's all they said. That was it. And there it really? is. That's what happened. W hotline. They said the main event, something is going to happen that is not scripted. So wherever that information came from with someone, it got passed down what was going to happen. What an interesting turn of events, though. I mean, he Vince goes to Brett in 96. He wants to sign that 20-year deal because he needs Brett for the Monday Night Wars. He signs him to the 20-year deal. And then a year later, because Vince flips the script and goes, like, uh, edgy, he doesn't need Brett anymore. Right. So how does he get out of the contract? You know, they let him out of the contract, but he's the world champion. He wants the belt on. Does not ever want to lose to. Does not mm-hmm. want to lose to him in fucking Canada of all places, which he should have never lost to him in Canada. He should have came out the next night, somehow had a match, and he should have lost it the next night or lost it somewhere. Just not in Canada, like as a fluke out of nowhere. He wanted to come out and fucking surrender the belt. That's right. why Brett became a mark for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny because I saw some tweets the other day that said Brett was right. (laughs) (laughs) Brett was right. (laughs) Brett was. It's just insane. What a what a thing! I was just talking about it earlier today, and I was saying like he actually Vince actually said fuck this kayfabe shit. I'm not letting my belt go to another company. He came out behind the curtain and he fucking you know pulled the match. He fucking stood out there the whole match. The only thing that makes me still iffy about ten percent that that was a work. We didn't never see the punch. He comes out of that locker room and just staggering, and when they say he punched Vince, and there's never like nothing's ever said about that. But maybe they he did just like take one for the team. Vince said, "Just fucking clock me and put me out." No, I I honestly I from every I've heard multiple sources, various different tellings of the same story, and it has even been the the WWE telling the documentary, which yeah can be taken with a grain of salt because now you know like the way they kind of. Uh, steer the narrative in a lot of their documentaries and stuff like that but a lot of the time like that was that's what was said in the locker room is like Mm -hmm. i understand you're angry if you want to punch me go ahead and and punch me that vince back then would never would meet the vince of today and be like what the fuck's wrong with you what are you (laughs) doing that that vince uh, back in that time would come to the vince in this time and be like i'm gonna punch you in the eye (laughs) and i don't know the Vince of that time would come to this Vince and he would eat him alive. Yeah, I was an animal then. He could fucking you see he was jacked up. Ninety eight, no one could even fuck with Vince as the top of that company. He was like, he was so the shit he was doing, doing, I don't know, ninety seven to like two thousand one was just in crazy, insane stuff. 
What I think Jake Lowe's, I think Jake Lowe's favorite J- uh, Vince McMahon uh, attire though was that what was that two thousand one to 2003 attire when he was coming out in those like Hawaiian shirts or whatever. He was coming out with, like, <laughs> no. he looked like he was a freaking ta- uh, Colombian taxi driver. <laughs> no. I, I have no was... idea why he wore like that. <laughs> why he dressed like that. ECW title and he was wearing that a do rag. Why the strange. fuck uh... is he wearing a do rag? Because he's Vince. He wanted to do it. He, he had more that, money than God. That was, ass club. that was ECW. <laughs> See, there's so much stuff like from like 2000 to like 2007, 2008. Kiss my ass club, Katie Vick, yeah. all that different types of stuff. It was so edgy. Really kissed Vince's ass. William Regal, yeah. one of them. <laughs> How? Like why? That's fucked up. It's a bad joke oh. that actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> a bad yeah. joke. A, a poor joke by bad creative. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> As Jericho said. But uh, so what's but going yeah. on over in the AEW waters? Hello, you've been watching AEW. I have been. Um, my my work schedule, my life schedule, I should say, has been absolutely insanely crazy lately. But I was able to actually go to AEW in Philadelphia. All right, when I was that? that? A couple weeks back, right? That was a few weeks back, and let me tell you, awesome. Is it hot? Out of all the shows of wrestling that I've been to in my life, nothing's going to change the very first SmackDown I went to go see when uh, Stephanie McMahon was announced the general manager. Um, that was one of my favorite shows to go to because it was – I uh, was there. WWF yeah, was, was so hot at the time. As you guys know, we were all there. It was so boom. And I actually went to go back and look at the card the other day to see who was – Was that 2 with the, with the tag match and Hogan? Uh, yes, that's was. what it was. Yeah, Fuck. we were talking. First we were time looking. I seen Hogan. First time I seen. Here. Yep, I actually was sporting a Hulkamania headband um, that day, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> not a do rag, but a headband. I uh, I was in all my glory. It was such a great time. Uh, I just got to see everything. We were a part of a big moment in wrestling history because yeah. that was the first general manager that they that they'd had. Um, they had Eric Bischoff announced the Monday, the, the literally the day before, and then Stephanie McMahon was announced the very next day. But out of the top three shows I've been to, AEW's in the top three. That show that I was there, wow. my wow. second one had to have been Mania that I was at that I could actually say I went to, and I was actually a really good show as well. But uh, yeah, AEW man, they 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 were great. It was uh, Glory well, by Honor Six was my mm-hmm. best show. That was really ROH Glory by Honor Six with Mitsuhara Masawa. I got to see wrestle. Damn. I was I got him to sign my fucking Japanese figure. I got to see a bunch of different Japanese wrestlers at the time. It was fantastic show. How about you, Mike? Which you've been to? My favorite one. Uh, I, it was either the that SmackDown that we all went to or the Raw when Vince's limo blew up. Is that how it happened? I was That's at number draft four too. <laughs> the the uh, the Benoit draft, and then the two weeks later is when all the Benoit stuff happened. The big draft yeah. where oh. everyone was there. I think that's the Flair, same one. That back. was that raw. I think that was yeah, was that, that was the that raw. blow up one. Yeah. Yep. Because then I remember they, they canned that, that one. Really? Yeah, at a skybox. It was fucking awesome. Skybox buffet, full bar. It was great stuff. So the thing with that show is my uh, it's not going to cut you off, but my my dad uh-huh. I guess knows uh, an EMT paramedic that was a part of that blow up. Yeah, I knew about that limo blowing up before it, it was even talked about Sunday because they happened. 
Yeah, right? they did it here. Yeah, exactly. They did it here the night before. I think it was like right behind the arena. Yeah, so they can get the shots of it already happening. Yep. Yeah, on my quote unquote ex was like saying, like texting people saying, oh, look at the, this Lomo's going to blow up. That happened, it happened the day before. Like they had filmed mm-hmm. it, you know, and they just set it on fire so they could get the shot that night or something. No, 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 no. They, they, so they did the blow up that night before. Yeah. And they got the shots of it uh, on fire that night before, too. But what was really cool was they lit the limo back up as we were all leaving. Yep. The limo I remember was that. still charred and on fire when we were all yeah, leaving. Yeah, that's smoke. They lit it up that night. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, that was all the night before. But I remember my dad saying that. He said, yeah, they uh, said that Vince McMahon's going to be in that limo. They were blowing up a limo. And when I saw him walk out there, it's like, holy shit, he wasn't joking. He wasn't joking us. It actually happened. But, uh, yeah, and then what was it, the very next week? I think it was uh, – why did I think when that Benoit murder happened? Was it that – that was that weekend? I think so, yeah. That, to, was, that was in July. That was weekend because yeah. Vince had to come out and say, we On recently Monday. filmed a skit where Vince, the yeah. character of Vince McMahon was killed. And he yeah. says, that was not real. This is all too real. And he had to do the whole Benoit thing. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. the next Monday or two Mondays later. I'm not, I don't remember. I think that was the next Monday. You know, then I, I think, think the two Mondays later was when he, he either was that next. Yeah, it had to have been the next Monday after that. Because the way SmackDown was running, they did SmackDown the next day. So they didn't do SmackDown on Friday. So they couldn't find their findings until the following week when he came out again and said, we're not going to talk about Benoit ever again. Well, yeah, because the actual night, it, no, he wasn't said about the character stuff, and then they just did the tribute right, to right. and the family, yes. and then the next week was when he came out, or the next That's night it. on ECW or SmackDown said, we will no longer mention Chris Benoit That's after the was. finding. Yeah. However, I don't remember if it was two weeks after the draft or one week. I thought we were two weeks after the draft is when all the Benoit stuff happened, but it may have well happened that week, but I don't think the ACW pay-per-view and stuff was that week, because that's when it all played out over that pay-per-view where Benoit was supposed to get the belt. Yeah. And called and said he wasn't going to come. You know, he couldn't make it. He was going flying home. And then they put it on Punk, I think, or somebody. Was that the? That was in December, right? That was in July. Mm-mm, that was in no, July. That was in June. That was June. Or June. I'm trying June to, or July. I'm trying to think which pay per view that was. It was June. ECW for sure. Pay-per-view in June. Uh, I mean that's just that's just crazy. But yeah, I mean that that would that would be my you know. Uh, you know, until I get to go also to it, I would go to an AEW. Would you go, Ben, to an AEW? To what, AEW? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I think they could come to the arena and could get a good crowd mm-hmm. at our I mean, arena. if they did, but I think we'd have to, I think we're going to have to go to a city. I think we're going to have to go to I definitely like to go see AEW in the next year, for sure. Now, the place I went to was, uh, what the fuck was it called? It was part of Temple University. So it was like, I don't want to say it was like going to Penn State's Bryce Jordan Center. But it was something in a mixture between the Bryce Jordan Center. I'm not sure if you guys were ever there. Um, the Bryce Jordan Center and a mixture between that and the FM Kirby Center. Really? Um, okay. Small? It was a mixture. It was the ambiance How of big the Kirby though? Center. It was, I want to say it was like a basketball court. Compared oh. to our arena. Smaller? 60% of our arena. Oh, okay, good. Okay. That's what I want to know because then it could come to our. I think AEW in the next year could swell to our arena for sure if they cut off like a little bit of it. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And, well, and I went to see uh, what was the Impact, Impact or there? Was here? Yeah, yeah. They just, they I went just, to see Impact just... and they cut it off. Yeah, that's what okay. They did for us. That's what, yeah, yeah. We want. They could do that then. I I don't see why not. 
Um, but as you guys had said, I think Mikey, I think you said it maybe to a different city, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't think they could do the Wells Fargo center for a pay-per-view a hundred percent. They could, um, for a dynamite at this time, I could see them going to like Penn state. I could see them going to the Sherman theater in Stroudsburg, oh. uh, and just completely sell it out. Maybe. Why don't they go to the Manhattan center? Like ECW used to, Oof. you know, that'd be good. What if I go easy? Go Maybe right Hershey. in WWE's backyard and do something like that. Why not? Exactly. Um, I don't know, Mikey. Maybe. I'm just trying to think of it. But again, Hershey's kind of big, though, too. Hershey could Yeah, be the big. Giant Center's kind of big. Giant Center's big, yeah. I would the, say it's about the, as big as the arena. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say it's bigger than our arena because they've oh, had yeah, yeah, many right. pay-per-views yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Glow, that uh, 2002 SmackDown, was The Rock there as well? He was there. It was in the tag. Fuck that little card was loaded. I remember it was. I seen so many people. You know, yeah, I'm the rock in the tag match with Hogan <laughs> against it. Edge. It was fucking a crazy card. Right now, card. right now, we're gonna That's actually what... we're gonna look up that uh, that that card for you folks here um, on wrestling and whatever because this I was... could probably actually right next to me pull the real <laughs> match card from B-Bank. July 18, two thousand two SmackDown. Dope. That was so... at our arena, Casey yep. Plaza. There That's was where the... there was actually shirts that said, finally, The Rock has come back to Wilkes-Barre. Yep. Oh, yeah. I wish I had one of those, just, yeah. you know, for nostalgia reasons. Yeah. So somebody had written a whole, holy shit, a whole page on it. Um, was it like those fucking, when you go to online and look for a recipe and see the fucking life story? Of exactly. <laughs> Stop doing that. Picture of their kid. used to do it every Saturday. <laughs> So here is here's here's a <laughs> here's a whole breakdown. It's dark matches. Uh, Simon Diamond versus oh, Johnny really? Swinger. Why? Albert versus Nick Dinsmore, aka oh, Eugene wow. Dinsmore. <laughs> Shannon Moore versus Hugh Morris. Oh. Velocity matches. Jamie Noble defeats Shofunaki. And Val Venus and Bob Hawley defeat Billy and Chuck. Damn, I got to see Val Venus. <laughs> it sounds like a real <laughs> shitty card right now, but I know it's going to get better. <laughs> and then here's the SmackDown kickoff. Jericho versus John Cena. Jericho slapped oh, the go. rookie across the face. Cena immediately attacked Y2J. Uh, referees pull Jericho off Cena. And then it goes to Eric Bischoff outside. Uh, talks about a white limo uh, it, with the new general manager side of it. Yada, yada, yada. Eric Bischoff walks out of the limo, answers the arena. He's talking to Randy Orton and Hulk Hogan. Just a bunch of shit. He's like really breaking this down. Whoever he's wrote this. there, Bischoff was there, but he wasn't there. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he was. He might have. He was on a Titan Tron. Yeah, that's. He never came out because you were pissed that he didn't come out. I know. Michael Cole and the Undertaker gets interviewed. Then there was a tag match: uh, Val Venus and Hardcore Holly versus Billy and Chuck and Rico. So I guess they did it twice that night. Um, and then there was a six-man tag match: Hulk Hogan, Edge, Fuck. and Rikishi versus Lance Storm, Christian, and Tess, the Un-Americans. <laughs> Where's wow. the Rock at? Oh, here's the next one. Backstage: Eric Bischoff and the Rock. I guess they're talking. The Rock came one. out. I guess he came out or something. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, the shirt, unless he didn't, but I think he did. I think he did though. In I, the six-man. Yeah. Maybe he came after Rikishi or something. No, no, no. The main event was Kurt Angle versus The Rock. 
Oh fuck yeah! There we go. That's what it was. <laughs> All right. So th- this was this was a, a a card that had like like three matches on it, but it was more so them showing the new general manager. Which after uh, Eric Bischoff and The Rock were talking, Vince McMahon's music played. He came out. They showed the the video of them announcing uh, Eric Bischoff as the general manager, and then Vince said that uh, the general manager. Um, that uh, was here also tried to put him out of business. And then uh, he said, the new general manager of SmackDown is, and then Stephanie commands music played. I'm all grown up now. And I listen and learn, you know, all that different types of stuff. And then she did her spiel, as you guys remember. Um, then the next match after that, of course, Billy Kim versus Tajiri. <laughs> right. Right. You know, to bring the audience and let them go grab their food. And then uh, McMahon and Jericho are in the office talking. Because remember how much of a history they had together. And then in the ring, it was Kurt Angle and The Undertaker talking about something. Undertaker uh, was there, too? Yeah. Fuck uh, shit. <laughs> uh, I guess he was talking to The Undertaker about something. And then The Rock raced down and beat up Angle from behind. The match started. And then the, I think the, does it say here? Angle raised his hands over alien bodies to take her in the rock. So I guess Kurt Angle won that match. And then Mark Lloyd, which I'm guessing is one of the announcers, found Triple H leaving the building. <gasps> and H then there. Triple H looked at Stephanie, looked up and down and said, are you gaining weight? Oh, and then shit. Stephanie sneered as <laughs> Triple H got into his car. And then they drove off and they went off the air. Damn. Well, was Triple H there on air? Like, was he really there? He had to be because Stephanie was there. Well, don't forget, too, when Bischoff became our manager, they were trying to shake things up and bring competition to professional wrestling again. So <sighs> they had Bischoff was trying to grab all these main event players to go over to there. And I, that's another reason why I think Triple H was there because he was like, oh, I'm going to get Triple H on Raw and all that stuff. I remember that faintly back then that it was just always Bischoff trying to get someone. Hence him doing one of my favorite things of all time. Oh, yeah. Going with the mat with the, the, the rubber on his face as the old man, and they ripped it off. Like, you can't, there's oh, yeah. nobody thinking about stuff, doing stuff like that anymore. No. There's no buildup because they get fired. Well, no. And the other thing is, is I, I don't think there is, I don't know if it's for AEW or any of the other ones, but definitely for WWE, there is no breathing for. For, nah. like, a story to grow, to be like, oh, look at all, like, they just want to, like, generate this history, like, like, out of nowhere, you know, like, uh, one of Ben's favorite recent storylines, out of nowhere, Drew McIntyre and Seamus are best friends, you know, like, stupid, like, like, it, you know, I was being sarcastic, of course, that <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, but, like, oh, one the, of my favorite yeah. storylines, like, when did I say that? <laughs> no, but I just remember you getting pissed off because, like, out of nowhere, it started, and then, they and then do all that sudden, shit all the time. His Keith sword Lee had a too. name, and it meant something. Riddle. Oh, the riddle thing was, I don't know. It's Get the fucking scooter. Throw it away, please. It's so stupid. I hate seeing him in RKO or Arcade Bro, and they have the fucking <laughs> stupid snake on the scooter. You, you don't like the fucking uh, the no. of riddle, do you? I, don't I, love, I love Matt Riddle. I don't you like should. them throwing a scooter at him and making him like a joke. And I don't like that they have him and Randy Orton tag team up after everyone hyped it up and then they forgot about him already. And then they have this. It's just so dumb. That's another thing, too. You can't let anything build up anymore because they're listening to the audience too much. That everyone's everyone has ADHD. That's a fan. 
I want to see this. I want to see this now. And if I don't, I'm going to talk shit about it on Twitter. It's going to get to this. It's going to get to that. We're going to get too much buzz around it. Everyone's going to talk so much about it. And then it's going to happen. And then WWE is going to continue to try to do it. And then we're going to be like, oh, this has lost its luster already. Like, I need something different. Let's have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler fist fight. And Are they Valley just... Girls? Pretty much, Ben. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. But one thing to go back to what we were talking about in AEW and what the happenings that's happening in that, one thing that AEW does better than WWE and they've been showing it lately is letting storylines build up and right now the main event for a uh, full gear which is this saturday boys um oh, is uh hangman page versus uh kenny omega that's wow. been a storyline that's been building up for a very long time if they don't give hangman the title i'm okay with it um but i think they I will don't want him to have the belt but i think, they're, either. Gonna I think they're going to just because of the payoff he came back in philly when i was there so, because they said, oh, we have this match, this ladder match, and there's going to be the Joker of it all. And cowboy everyone shit. was, everyone knew. Yeah, everyone knew it was cowboy shit. Or as JR says, cowboy spirit. Um, <laughs> but, um, but like, it's just all this different. Or no, he said, that hunt. cowboy shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? He Why said that live. <laughs> I was like, oh, just say shit. You guys say shit 50 times on the air. Just say shit. We're about to turn up for some cowboy shiznit. It's like you're not on WWE anymore. You could curse. But um, it, it was just one of those things where everyone knew he was coming back already. Waiting in line to get in, everyone was saying, oh, you guys know that Joker's going to be Hangman Page, right? And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Let's let us enjoy it. And I said, I, I heard it's Bret Hart. <laughs> I was being <laughs> I was that fan. I was I was being like, oh I heard Stone Cold's gonna be here tonight. So really? Yeah, that's what Meltzer said. <laughs> but it was just yeah, like shut up, fans. Dude, it's it's so crazy. You know, we're gonna about I'm about to go off on a tangent for a minute. But being in that line, there is just it's Mikey, we've said this so many times. It's stunk. We've said this so many times when we're together at shows or whatever, or when we wait in lines at shows to wait for tickets to buy back in the day. The amount of fucking weirdos out there, it's like, are we them? Are we those people? Now, yes. Now, yeah, now I guess. But it's like, they're so fucking weird. And so, like, their IQs aren't bigger than their shoe size. I still um, think that if you bring a belt to a wrestling show, you should have to defend. Yeah, seriously, everybody. Yeah, is. absolutely, hundred percent. You bring it there, I should challenge you for it. If it's Kids the hardcore title or the twenty four seven title, doesn't matter it's up. what it is. Woman's title up for grabs. And you know what? You could have a match because you could just grab one of the people that have the referee shirts off. Yeah, you could, you could cut your own match right there. <laughs> Someone should really get the twenty four title and then they really fucking see defend it. <laughs> Oh, you know what I would do when I'm going to start doing when people start bringing belts. I'm just going to grab them and start running with it. Say it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a storyline. I'm making a storyline. Stop beating me up. And then all of a sudden a bus hits you. Bang. It's, yeah, it's all part of the storyline. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just there are a lot of a lot of fucking weirdos out there shows, and that line had a bunch of Mark weirdos there. Everyone's like, oh, man, do you you see uh, Adam Colbin? And then, like, they're singing his song, and they're singing the the Judas song. And I'm just like, all right. 
I've had enough. <laughs> so, so the thing we're learning about Jay Glow here is he doesn't like to have fun and be a part of anything. Like no, that. not <laughs> anymore. Once he, he feels like Mark. getting into a wrestling, yeah, exactly. Once he so feels like, like he's getting into Mark? a wrestling community, he's like, oh god, no, please. Now get me the fuck out of here <laughs> now. I, I'm over. I'm over people. <laughs> so, I mean, for the rest of this show, I'm fine. unless there was something we wanted else to talk about, I would really like to hear a little bit more about your experience with an AEW show. You don't have to compare it to the WWE show, but if you want to talk about your time, oh, it was great. There, like, I'll just. I, go, I'm not sure what else. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure what else we're talking. Like we're going to talk about on the show, or if we're going to end it after this, because I'd like to hear what you guys. If you guys have any new happenings going on, but the show was great. Uh, surprisingly. We got in ASAP, but the parking was horrible. Oof, the parking. Really? And, and let me tell you something. You're driving through that area of Philadelphia. <laughs> keep your windows up. Boy, and look is. straight. Oh, <laughs> on the playground. So, so I'm being – Ben. Ben. <laughs> we're oh, catching – We're oh, going – Will you stop? <laughs> uh, all right, Come on, gorilla. <laughs> I'll be. Can I? Can I be Jesse Ventura? My nose is half blocked. Oh, come on, gorilla. Um, but uh. Monsoon. Monsoon. Oh my gosh. Is that Jesse Ventura? <laughs> it is. I'm gonna be balding like him soon too. But uh, the the thing about that that area where I was at, there was heaps and heaps of trash on every corner. And no one was picking up. It was a dirt town. Oh, real tra- I thought you meant like people. N- like, not people. <laughs> no. They were waiting in line to get into It's oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I was here. one of them. <laughs> but no, it was crazy. Like driving through that part of Philly, it was like, it wasn't scary, but it was like, damn, where's the trash guys at? Hey, well, like, I have a question for you. Yes, baby. What, what tickets? Um, I don't want to say. But <laughs> you gotta say, uh, you want to say, but you uh, want to say. so they're expensive. They were expensive. Um, so <laughs> so we got them off StubHub. So for the record, I wasn't gonna go to this, but uh, a friend of mine reached out and said, "Hey, I'm gonna order tickets right now because I want to go see one of these shows." Because he yeah. listens to the podcast, he listens to us talk about, it, and he watches the show. And he had said, like, uh, hey, I'd like to go see this because I heard it's really good. I've been watching it. It's been really good as well. Uh, tickets are $250. Eat. And I said, yeah. And I was like, well, that was with – because don't forget now, this is StubHub. And they did yeah, up, up. very limited tickets. Up so uh, 100% upcharge. And I, I didn't want to spend that. But I only did it because – and I'm weird um, – I won money on a lottery ticket. It's the only time I do stuff. <laughs> um, when I win money on good though for that price. Fantastic. I'll just, oh, I great. think I might have pictures still, but I, I was almost dead front and center. Um, oh, cool. Then that's yeah. worth the price. I mean, I would go like when we were talking about it, what did we see them at like 150 or something? They were. Yeah. Yeah. With the upcharge and everything. It was like 240, 250 um, or something like that. Uh, all I know is that I had a lottery ticket I bought. And I won two hundred dollars on. I said fifty bucks. What's you know? What's yeah? I mean, fifty bucks is fifty bucks. But like, I was like, you know what? I want to just go to one. I'll be okay if I. I'd love to go see another one if it was cheaper. But I want to go. This is a dynamite. There's a lot of stuff happening that night. I was like, I do want to go. Um, I I only went because I had the disposable income because I won it from the Pennsylvania State Lottery. Um, so I went. And I, I'm telling you, it was it was a fantastic time. Uh, a lot of weirdos. Uh, 
Uh, I got a free beer out of the deal though, because they had one left and it was warm. And they said, do you want it? And I'm like, yes. Um, so they gave it to me. I got a soft pretzel for $10. Holy oh shit. yeah. They're awesome yeah. though. In Philly. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. But I, I didn't Did you get, get anything merch? all day. I, you know what, man? It, it's so funny. I said this to my buddy that I was there with. I was like, a lot of people call this fucking company, the t-shirt company. Cause all they sell is t-shirts. There was like five t-shirts there to sell, to buy. That's really? all. That's all. That whatever that hot topic is probably you know, no young buck stuff, no Omega stuff. It was Fuck. AEW. I was there, and it was I think a Mox shirt, and then there was like AEW towels. Uh, I was looking for a mask because I, I was rushing to get out the door that I forgot my mask, but uh, they didn't have your Rey Mysterio mask, right? Yeah, booyaka booyaka <laughs> six nine six nine. <laughs> um, but like, no, no, they, they, they had very limited merch there. They already had a shirt that I own, which is the Britt Baker DMD. Cause that's my girl. You um, have that shirt. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I have her in the fucking it between the DMD bloodied and all up, dude. I am a huge Britt Baker fan. I love her. Not she like that, good matches. but she is, she, she is, she is a great champ right now. I just want to throw that out that there. Division. A hundred percent. I just love watching her. She, she, her and I don't want to sound like a weirdo. So Stop it. <laughs> Excuse I think, me? <laughs> I think Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa need to run it back. That's all I got to say. Be a good one. I didn't see even the one where they, they had that one that everyone talked about. I never got to watch that whole night. Uh, it's very good. It, it It's funny. I'm not sure if it's because it's getting me off because I was kind of right in my own mind. That if you want to get the women's division on the map, you got to do something outlandish and out of the box. Um, and they did. They were bloodied. Noticed, yeah. yeah exactly. You got to get noticed. And they did. They were both bloody as hell. It you was like the watching. Next, the next big release coming is going to be Charlotte, and she'll be over there. Please don't. I don't <laughs> care if Andre El Idolo is over there. You know. But her dad is too. Yeah, he's too busy flying. Yeah, I, you know, I don't want. I, I almost said something that I talk so much shit on. Ric Flair is not known for his helicopter dick. He is. <laughs> he is known for being a sixteen-time world champion. Wait, he's got yeah. shoes that cost more than your house. You can't like, fire me. I'm already can't fired. fire me. I'm already, I'm already fired. fired. Bischoff, I hate your guts. Yeah. But you like, are a no good, good piece of shit. son of a bitch. Oh, but like, <laughs> but like, everyone knows, and like, every time I see this commercial for the his flex nutrition supplements <laughs> or whatever, all the comments all you see is the helicopter emoji. And I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitches. He's Damn not it. only known for that. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave Rick alone. <laughs> poor Rick Flair. But yeah, yes, poor, poor. <laughs> The rich white man, you know. Man cheated death twice. That's true. We haven't cheated death yet. Not yet. Maybe with these ratings, we will. (laughs) Our ratings are in the shitter. So, 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 parking in Philly was a challenge. Mm, Yeah, no no cinquenta. Parking parking was a challenge. Pretzels were expensive. No (laughs) merchandise to be found. Something, something off uh, wrestling brand. if, If I will, just for a minute. I we went to uh, Camden, New Jersey. Don't ask why. Oh, that's where I'm from, kind of. Really? Yeah, Burlington, <laughs> Mount Holly. Really? 
Yeah, that's I where I was born. That. Well, yeah. you know the ship that's over there, right? The the battle. No, I, I don't know anything. I was only there until I was like three. Oh, okay. But that's well, where there's, I'm a, from. There's, a, there's the New Jersey, the the battleship New Jersey, I believe. Is okay. Oh, you're a Jersey boy. But we went through we went through Camden, and Sorry, it was the same feeling that you had. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Camden's fucking no, like no, no, really no. nasty. It's one of the top no, three worst cities in the country. I think we were driving. What's on the other side of Philly? Is it Trent? It's Trenton. Yeah. Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton is where I apologize, folks. Trenton, New Jersey, Jersey is where all Jersey. the trash. <laughs> where all the trash was, and there were there was plight, and I and and there were, uh, there were cars all that with plight, Mike. Exactly, I said that oh, one. Yeah. Ago. And then uh, there were cars with cinder blocks on. I mean, you know, it's things yeah. you don't normally see. It's just, you know, cars now, were on fire. <laughs> Vincent Man like, again? Like, ben lost like, that. that sign that says rib tibs? Yeah. Rib tibs. You don't want to go there. Oh, don't go to rib tibs. <laughs> my cousin Jack is in that Torino. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me why. he's I'm my just, boy. <laughs> I'm just I'm here with my family on vacation. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> uh, he, here's a 20 he's like waiting for his fucking chain yeah he just takes the whole anyway but like you know not even to like like what i was mentioning before i i'm not saying because i was driving through philadelphia i was scared you for my not, life you weren't driving no i wasn't driving I but <laughs> but the the fact we we were driving through philadelphia through downtown philly and i'm looking around and it's not because of the people that are outside, because there was really nobody outside. It was just the ambiance, ambiance, the w- windows I love being that boarded. Ambiance. <laughs> ben lives for that. The windows were boarded, trash all over the ground, heaps. I bet you the dumpsters best not emptied. And, and pizza, you ever- <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't see a restaurant to be found. <laughs> It was. It's crazy because it went from that area to where you saw where you're coming close to Temple. Totally oh, different. Yeah. Night and day, literally. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Temple is in the middle. Temple University is in the middle of. I hate to say it, that. It's like it Temple a, staff is like, hey, once you get up to yeah. 54 centimeters by uh, by 12th Street, turn back. Yeah. Don't go any further. The teachers are probably like, you know, we just live on campus. We don't leave. Yeah, we don't leave. That's, awesome. uh, That's not right in Philly, though, is it, Jake? Well, it's kind of outside of Philly, right? It's no, Temple it's – yeah, Temple. No, Temple's in Philly. Oh, is it right now where you went for the show, I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. It, was Temple. Temple. Mm-hmm. it was at Temple. It was at Temple's, they... like, auditorium-esque type of place. I wonder why they didn't want to go to the ECW arena. Right, that would have been sick. just because so historic and not like the the twelve twenty three hundred, you know. But to, but to add on what you just said there, Ben, they had a tribute because they were in this in the city of Philly, and I guess Tony Khan's a big ECW mark. He came awesome. out and talked about. He's like, I love ECW, and that's why I brought these guys out. And then the Blue Meanie came out. Oh fuck, that's awesome! And you then I got to see Meanie. Uh, fucking, oh my god, what's his name? I literally messaged him Was on Facebook. And messaged him back. Yes, Crowbar. Oh, Crowbar. Awesome. I messaged uh, is it Chris Floyd or uh, something like that? But he's on Facebook. I messaged him. I said, "You looked great tonight." He said, "Thanks, man. Appreciate it." I was like, "Oh, sick." Crowbar message me. on my old Facebook, like as a friend, and he's not on there anymore. But yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome. on Twitter a lot. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. But he came out, and then at the end of the night, they had like a little tribute. It was off the air, but they have it. You could probably find it on YouTube. 
Um, but uh, they had uh, ECW guys like Jerry Lynn come out, Dean Malenko, oh, Jericho, Taz. That's dope. And they were all talking like about how how much you know when they see wrestling companies that they know are going to succeed and going to be here for twenty plus years to come. He's like AEW is that place. He says. Taz said, I fucking love coming to work every day. <laughs> and it was just I like, he's so dope. He's and then he puts the extra uh, paycheck in his, in his pocket. <laughs> Thanks, like, Tony. Oh. And then he pats him on She's the back. All the <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> he came out to his old ECW music, though. Oh, Survive If I Let You? Yes, it was sick. That's great. I was fucking hell. I was mocking out. <laughs> You're um, mocking? <laughs> no, but I was like pumped. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was waiting for the fucking suplex somebody, but he didn't. But well, I don't think he could even get any his arms over his head. But and he goes, I used in that fucking song he used to go, I don't need any weapons, my hands are my weapons. That's such a good song. So fucking shit was so good back then, man. Yeah, good ECW was so great. I have a bunch of classic ECW original shirts up for sale right now. I actually been like piecing out a lot of my old shirts and been making pretty good bank on them. Damn, a collection to let go. I had this Bret Hart all over print shirt that was fucking upwards of a grand. It was worth a grand. Wow! Holy shit! I had a HBK one that was five hundred. I fucking I cleared them out. I didn't. Even I know have they were a Sunny shirt that was that's been used. Sunny. Oh, did you hear? Isn't didn't something? Yeah, she's in the hospital. Sunny? She's yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not a really good time to say that joke, but <laughs> I was just saying I have a sunny shirt, but it's really used. Stop. It's got white spots on it. Stop. It smells like bleach. Chlorine. Well, it's because you kept putting it in with the whites. Oh, be- yeah, yeah. That, that's why. That's why. <laughs> You're washing it with your eyes. Mom, don't look under my blanket. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So then, so then the event ended, and how the hell did you get out of Philly? Surprisingly, very quick. Really? It was the getting in part that was hard. I just spit on a little bit, but the getting out part of Philly (laughs) was uh, very easy. Uh, Shockingly easy. Getting to that parkade was easier going out than coming in. I would have never thought that. That's that's wild. I've I've spent many many a fucking traffic jam on that shul kill and like just getting through Philly to go to Atlantic City or something. You sound like Booker T there. That shul kill. Yeah, call it the shul kill. <laughs> that's how he would fucking say it too. Right? <laughs> I hate how Booker T announced some shit. Be like, he got them skills. <laughs> <laughs> the shucky ducky duck. Whatever that shucky. Fucking is, it's really stupid. They tried to get it Booker over, T. like it was a, a thing. I didn't that like was it never ever. a WCW Booker T. He would no. say, <laughs> "He would say Hulk Hogan." <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. No. I'm coming for you, Shucky no, 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 Ducky, Hulk quack Hogan. quack. No, that's what he said. Shucky Ducky quack quack. What the fuck does that mean? So that's stupid. So that, that's drip drip, Johnny drip drip. Same shit. I love John Morrison. Stop it. You don't. This podcast does not allow John Morrison. Oh, man. Yeah. Booker T. Stop. Shucky ducky. Well, I guess um, I was going to go back to the released lists, but I think what we could do instead, we'll we'll shake things up a little bit here for the last uh, section, last portion of our podcast. And I will ask this question while I think of the answer as well. In recent 
months, I will say, because I'm not going to say weeks, because I think a couple of us haven't really been keeping up with the products too uh, much, but we'll get back into it. As these podcasts roll in, folks, we'll get sucked back into it. We always do. Who's been one of your uh, standout stars on either brand, either any wrestler out of everything? Who's been standing out for you? And I could start with you, Jay Glow, if, if you have an answer. Who's been, last couple months, who's been standing out for you as a performer? Uh, oh, man. And it's, it, it, you're probably going to guess this, but only because of just the family, uh, Braun Breaker. Uh, do you know who Braun Breaker is? I have no will, idea. Yeah, I, I will answer with you. I'm not entirely sure. That is Rick Steiner's son. He's in oh, NXT wow. right okay. now. He is Rick Steiner's body with Scott Steiner's mic skills. <laughs> it is fantastic. He just had a match with Tommaso Ciampa at the NXT um, Halloween Havoc. The only match I saw, only match I needed to see, it was one of those Triple H like, hey, kids hey kids go out there and make a great match and do what you gotta do um but like Braun breaker is gonna be a star if they don't fuck him up we say this every time if they don't fuck him up and he's he's got it well Jake, well don't jinx him and say he's gonna be hall of fame talent and nope not gonna him. say it but <laughs> he you could tell he's a steiner why his fucking name's Braun breaker uh <laughs> Why couldn't they just put a Steiner in there? Braun Steiner. His name's Braun. I'm I'm 100 positive. His name's Braun. Well, they kept Braun. B R O N. They should have called him like something like Frankensteiner. That would be yeah, like Frank like Steiner. Frank Steiner. <laughs> that could have got that Frank that E. Yeah, Frank that could have got Vince all happy and they could just you know, yeah. Like, Why did anyone say that? They totally just killed this idea. Frank E. Steiner. My name is not actually Braun Breaker. My name's Frank E. Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> The largest arms in the world. Here it comes. It's not so, his monster. I'm him. He sounds like impact interview. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What, with him, like the, with the percentages. Williams. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh fuck, is that flair? Yeah, the percentages. That one. <laughs> but like, you could just stunning. listening to him. You could tell just by not even looking at, him, but just listen to him. He's a Steiner, and he sounds like a, like a sixty year old cab driver that's been smoking for the last fifty nine years. <laughs> Like he just he's got that like that gritty eighties feel to him. He even wears the same fucking uh what do you call that? Uh onesie singlet that uh that his you know his uncle and his dad used to wear. He's money. He's got the it in his Steiner blood. brothers, everyone sleeps on now because of they became such Scott became such a big single wrestler. What a fucking tag team. Holy oh, hundred percent. Holy fuck, what a tag team. But he's <laughs> he's the one guy right now that I, I think is going to really go far if they don't fuck him up. But that's NXT. Um, and that's all I'll say because AEW right now, everyone that's there, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, But NXT, the only person that's sucking me in and not off is uh, Braun Breaker. Yeah. Now, Ben, who, who's been out of the like, – I mean, when I'm going to go old. It? Okay. Enough, but I have caught up, kept up with everything he's done since his return, and it's gonna be Punk, you know, CM Punk. It's like I haven't watched wrestling, and I watched that Rampage, like for his oh. return, and then I've kept up with everything he's pretty much done. I've watched his match with Darby, and I mean, to get me to watch wrestling is very difficult because I'm always working in wrestling, like all mm-hmm. the fucking time. 
uh, Punk like is what got has me watching again right now. So that's cool. How was that return though? How many fuck, times I've have never, you watched what that? A pun- oh, fucking hundred <laughs> times that night. It was so amazing. I just my fucking best part was he said I got a lot to get to and we're not getting to it tonight. No one ever comes out and just says they have this big speech where they're gonna tell you everything they're gonna do. Punk just said we got a lot to get to. It's gonna take a while, so we're gonna get to a little bit right now. And then he went on. You know? That's why us as fans, we are. I mean, I think I can speak for us both, Ben and and Mike. Having him come back, you hand that man a microphone. You just sit Gold. and watch. You sit Gold. and watch you and observe. Sit there and watch and film talk for. <laughs> yep, so I could. Good. I could yep. tell you, my my brother in law. Sorry to cut you off. My brother in law just came in the visit. We watched that clip probably about about a good thirty times on my TV. Yeah. We kept rewinding it just to get that feel of that rush of that crowd that going off. Oh, my God. It's a feel because we wanted that so long, and he finally came back, and he came back for the right reason. Yep. He even fucking said, like, I'm sorry if my decisions pissed you off, like, because he knew, like, how the character he was, and he just fucking – it was great. Everything he said was perfect, and his return was perfect. I'm just waiting to see where it goes. But, I mean, like, to couple that with Brian – who's doing something completely different, wrestling all these fucking marquee matches on, like, Twitter or fucking YouTube or, I mean, whatever, yeah. like, off the grid. And this is what he wants to do. He wants to wrestle and get his name back like a hard hitter, you know? Well, Ben, I know you're a punk fan as much as I am as well. I think you might be a bigger one than me. But uh, and I, but I love punk, though. Um, but he's got a nice program going on right now with Eddie Kingston. Oh really? Uh, Are they him and Kingston? Nice. That's good. They're 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 fighting at full gear. I highly recommend. (laughs) I highly recommend if you got a minute, go on YouTube and just watch Eddie Kingston and CM Punk back and forth right now. It's it's making for great television. Mikey, I suggest if you have time. I didn't know that. I will definitely check that out. Thank you. It's 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 something good to watch and to see because you can tell there's there's a lot of realistic uh, feelings in there from Eddie Kingston. Uh, because he's real like i like his promos and stuff because he's a real guy who is a wrestler so that's exactly. his persona. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's good though i would check it out can't wait to check it out i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to fall on the uh fence with ben i think cm punk coming back was what actually like actually eventually made me go over and start paying a little bit more attention to aew i but remember still not watching it as <laughs> much as as wwe just because of the uh Again, availability with like my situation, which is probably everybody's situation. Which I'm gonna say this right now, Ben. I don't know. Do you have? Do you have a cable, or do you just? Do oh yeah, yeah, I have cable. I see, have cable. I, see, see, Jiglo and I, and I think a lot of our type of uh, people around us are doing it this way now, uh, where we just stream off everything. I think it's just an easier. Honestly, the thing is, my mother's so used to my cable setup, okay. so I don't want to change it on her for her. So I just stream. I like, you know, HBO Max, Netflix, yeah. or I'll watch it on my phone. Like, I never watch, but, you know, but, but just, the TV uh, for, yeah, it's I easy to keep it that way, you know? So that's why Definitely. I have cable. Completely understand that. But... I finally got to cut my phone out this year, so I was happy like my house. See, and phone. The, the thing is, is we kept our phone just because we both work from home and our cell service no, that makes sense. sucks. <laughs> and we have to be on we have to be on conference calls and things at home, so we we couldn't trust the cell phone and shit like that with that around here. But uh, but yeah, but getting back to it, man, I tell you, if AEW they they cut a deal with fucking Netflix, if all the the WWE stuff is on Hulu, then they should AEW should cut a deal with Netflix, and it should just be a weekly thing, 
And they would get so much more revenue, I think, if they just they were just exclusive to Netflix, you know. Uh, I, I think it would do them good. And they could just do, like, they could do next day. I don't know, like, TNT partners with them or whatever, but they could just do next day, like, after. Because that's how I watch wrestling. I think, I, like, I don't need to they watch have, it on oh, the same sorry. day anymore. No, no, it's that. I don't know how you guys are with, like, live television or anything. I don't need to watch it on the same day anymore. I know, like, football games, things like that, that's a little bit more important. NASCAR and shit like that. But, like, wrestling... If I could keep myself out of it and watch it the next day, I'll be a surprised, you know. Same. But uh, but but with like you know like that's what they do a lot of television. I think I think they could you know what were you gonna say, Ben? Uh, I totally spaced on what I was gonna say. Oh, but sorry. It, that I, that's okay. Um, but but it was something in reference to what you were referring to about uh, AEW being on like a Netflix or something. I mean, I I think I they could plug it. They need to plug it into it's more easily accessible, so you don't yeah. have to have TNT or TBS or whatever the fuck. They're, yeah, they're going to be on fucking TBS. I think that's going to be the shits for them coming next year. Yep. I just think TBS is a, a nowhere network. Like it's not. It's never been like a wrestling network like TNT and USA are, or fucking whatever it used to be TNN back in the day. Like TBS, just they always put wrestling on there, but no one really watched it. You know, it's Saturday night in the eighties. Yeah, but oh yeah, you are right. What am I fucking thinking? TBS was six, they, that's what they should do at AEW. Put it on six oh five fucking Saturday night. That would yeah, awesome. would love it. Go back! Oh my God! Are you kidding me? How many fucking people would watch that? They should take the show and put that on six oh five on Saturday night again, like it used to be back in the old days. Absolutely, that'd be a good spot. Everyone's retro that. nowadays. They bring it back. You oh, bring back the old say, shit. What I was gonna say, Mike, because I think they have too many shows going on. AEW popped three shows in a real quick time. Yeah, I think they need to go away with that dark show. But I like the dark aspect because you get all these fucking great matches and then you get all these other uh, talent they bring in that aren't necessarily contracted, but they'll give them a shot, you know? Here's something I want to, has there ever been a, has there ever been a wrestling uh, company that was like, okay, we're going to have three shows by the end of the year running simultaneously throughout the week. They've blown Uh, up so quick. You know, like I don't think WWF ever did that. You know, I think I back when I could remember Raw, it was Raw for the longest time, and then SmackDown showed up, right? Their and recordings keep... must be fucking long, though, because they're doing it all on Dynamite. Jay Glow, you were just there. How yeah. long was the show? Uh, so, I didn't even get to mention that. It was Dynamite? No. It was Dark and Elevation, and wow. then it was Dynamite, and then immediately after that, it was Rampage that they recorded. How long was that block? It was from 6 p.m. till about a little after midnight. Wow. Fucking see, that's a lot to sit that's through wrestling. Long... I can. I enjoyed it though. <laughs> oh, of course, I enjoyed them too. But I can remember, like, I would go to the Mart Center and they'd record fucking three weeks of superstars, and they'd do some primetime match, and it would be like six hours all day. You'd be there, but you know, you'd be tired at the end. But it was enthralling and stuff. But I mean, some people, mm-hmm. if they're not younger fans, like that kills them. You know, right. The younger fans, though, that AEW crowd, fucking ferocious. They would have loved that. Oh, yeah. So that's that was cool. I'm glad you brought that up to kind of end up the show here about just like a, a standard taping for AEW versus, you know, our standard tapings from what I can remember with WWE is like they would start with a velocity and or a heat, depending on what show you went to. And then it would get then it would roll into the live show. And then like when they had ECW, ECW was the live show at the end. Because mm-hmm. uh, so we went through a couple different incarnations when we were when it was at the arena with us. The ECW show was live, and that was at ten. That was on Tuesday. Yeah. For Sci-Fi, which 
which was after the taped SmackDown that would go on either Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it was, then, it was Thursday then. Right, it was Thursday, and then I don't think they had a velocity then. I think there was. Yeah, the two hundred five. No, we didn't get a. No, I don't think what was the other show. Uh, Fuck, what was it? Velocity. There was a showing. There was a show after they either ended it up with, or there was a show before the main event. They did main event. Right? Yes, that's Smackdown, what it was. They would throw, a, they would throw a main event in SmackDown too because they would. Like if yeah, they had switch time, it out. Yeah. Well, SmackDown, SmackDown was ECW because that's that was on Tuesdays and it came on at like ten o'clock. Yeah, that was live though. That was live, yeah. and that was right after because I remember when it happened that night where they changed over from SmackDown to ECW uh, with your mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they but, had that weird know. walk through the crowd where they yeah. had like this yeah. like, entrance ECW. that came through the crowd. That was cool. we were on the we were on the floor and yeah, they, like they like moved that around and my mom didn't see that or notice that. And, she either got taken out by a security guard or she fell. I can't remember. We were on the floor hard camera side for that. I was on yeah. the floor hard camera side for that. We were we were by the ramp. We were mm-hmm. by I the I had I had a Sabu sign. I think Actually, I touched balls. I, and for SmackDown, I had an all hail balls. King Booker sign. Nice. So, so you fucking Charmel, I can still hear her screaming that. All hail King Booker! Charmel's in the studio. I I welcome, Charmel. Thank you. How you doing? Get Thank you, Charmel, for coming down. Go eat some worms. <laughs> <laughs> you racist. No. Um, <laughs> well, I will say this, though. Meeting them at a TGI Fridays or a gas station across the street from TGI Fridays, they were not happy to see me. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. Did you do all Hail King Booker? No, I went over and said, can I get a picture? Come on, man. Come on, little cracker. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Is that what he said to you? Say <laughs> so he probably did. by the hair, by the top of the let's, head? Yeah, let's, let's, get that, uh, let's get that trending on Twitter. <laughs> cancel Booker T. Cancel, cancel him. Cancel <laughs> culture. Shucky you know. ducky whack whack. Shucky <laughs> <laughs> crack, crack cracker. <laughs> crack cracker. That's what he wanted to say to you. Um, but wow. okay. well, I mean, you know, on that Booker T bombshell, I guess. <laughs> oh wow, it's a reveal, actually. Yeah, I'm <laughs> actually Booker T's son. Oh, I, it's it's ridiculous. What did Charmel have to say about all this? <laughs> oh, oh, hell. oh hell. <laughs> King Booker. <laughs> Booker. I don't remember him coming out of me. When you fucking see a picture of him with his hands in the air going saying, Chucky Ducky Quack Quack. <laughs> Johnny next to him as his son. Johnny Drip Drip. <laughs> That's where it comes Johnny from. Johnny Quack Quack. It all makes sense. Don't oh. ever say that again. <laughs> Johnny Drip Quack Quack. Johnny Drip, yeah. It is. Oh, man. Half circle barbecue. Um, well, we'll be anyone? back next week. Maybe sure. Booker T doesn't hunt down Johnny. Yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> and I think we'll, we'll try so to done. do if we can. I think we'll see if we could at least catch some part of those that pay per view. It's kind of, and I'm not saying because it, it shouldn't be, but it's kind of easy for people if they want to to find it, they could find it. Ah, don't go that way, Mike. No, okay, sorry. Don't promote it. <laughs> Give the company the money they deserve it. That freaking. If you uh, like the product, exactly. pay for the yes. product. If you really like the product, come to the squared circle and make it forever. There you go. Oh. Hey, that's a good advertisement. <laughs> Do you have anything to advertise with? Um, I'm just dropping AEW Full Deuce. Gear 2020 Volume 4 with the Dynamite and Dark Collection. And I'm dropping Revolution 2021, which is the Dynamite and Dark Collection Volume 1. So 
How's that work takes been you with, all the way up into April? With uh, how how's your work been with the uh, AEW uh, inclusion? Uh, I'm just trying. I'm playing catch up with AEW. I'm going to try and get me caught up to All Out, and then by the end of the year, I'm going to be releasing a Best of CM Punk compilation. That's going to be killer. I'm going to be doing a Best of PCO. I'm going to be doing uh, probably three more AC- AEW sets in WWE 2019 to 2022, the pay-per-view collection. That's cool. Very, very cool. Jay Glow, is there anything you want to advertise? Um, just that um, I'm not Booker T's son, and Booker T never called me a cracker. Do you know how to do the spin rooney though? Um, on my dick, yes. Oh, okay, wonderful. Oh, the helicopter. Um, so you're this flare, God okay. damn it, <laughs> son of a bitch. No, I, I just uh, as as you heard um, in our gonna, middle of our show better, here. You better not try to advertise real estate. <laughs> I'm not with your helicopter. I, I'm not. Oh, um, no. But if you're looking to house, do that, Conrad Thompson. Can. <laughs> if you're looking to buy a house, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Um, he shows but, up in the fucking robe. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! Come on, buy house. <laughs> and I'm buy my house. I already because I'm not it. a legend. Buy my house. Yeah. I already bought it. It's already sold. <laughs> I hate your guts. <laughs> not really. Congratulations on your new home. Um, Wonderful. But uh, no, just Loco Coffee is now. Uh, uh, fortunately, um, our only. Um, Sponsor now, Boosted Shades has gotten away from the sponsorship programs with all affiliates. Um, you guys still want to buy their stuff? Go for it. Our code might still work, um, but I, I think they're closing up shop. To be honest with you, but your um, wife's rewards card will not work on Sheets <laughs> Gas. I just want to let everybody. Oh know that. no! Your wife's but reward points won't work. If you want to buy a turkey, yeah, reach out to Papa Glow. He'll hook you up with a free turkey. I think that's that's not a sexual act. That's either. not a sexual act. That's actually my father. <laughs> he has points. He might want to use them for his own turkey. He's already he has can... one. Why He's already he... got one. <laughs> you want a turkey? It's already yours. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, forever. No, really got nothing to to besides well, loco. And our wrestling and whatevers. You could find us on our various social media pages. We're at wrestling we on the twitter and our facebook page is going strong it uh, is with uh, <laughs> it, wait, it is you, wait, that it really is i was very surprised <laughs> just it is Wonderful. it is yes but, it is but, oh uh, i'm actually a, a successful member of that group i think yeah you're an admin oh wonderful <laughs> it's only been like a year <laughs> <laughs> but, but, i appreciate it Absolutely. Find us on all that on that yeah. various medias, and uh, you know we're gonna start a Twitch channel where we get to fart in uh, what uh, hot tubs? Is that what they do? Yeah, you fart in my mic. Yeah, we're it. selling uh, hot tubs now. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. didn't you know? No, I farted. I farted in this microphone. Helicopter dick. Oh my god, <laughs> I farted in this microphone about four times already, and I have ten new <laughs> subscribers, uh, and I have ten dollars to the cash. Out. Oh, you're doing Twitch live at the same time. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. See, oh my God! You Thank here, you like... so much, Jimmy, for the like and the subscribe. Thanks for the Jimmy? GGs and chat. Little Jimmy, <laughs> you want to see my feet? <laughs> yeah, no. he wants to see my feet. Oh boy, that'll be five dollars, Jimmy. No way. And if you want to see any of our feet, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where we're going with this, but hey, that's wrestling and whatever for tonight. Welcome yeah. back. 
Yep, but welcome back. And like I said, next week, uh, before I went on that weird tangent as well, I think what we'll try to do is we'll each try to catch a portion of the show or watch what we'll we can of this, yeah. Recent, yeah, of, of this recent AEW pay-per-view, and we'll, we'll give her a nice little review next week. So look forward to that, folks. Um, and uh, I think that's it, right? That, Shucky, well, that Ducky, should quack, be quack. it. Shucky, oh, God, Ducky, no. Quack Quack, Ric Flair, Helicopter Dick. Uh, We're out. Johnny Cracker. Wow. Ah. We can't wait. Hold on. We can't end it on that. Shucky Ducky, quack quack. Fuck you. (laughs) And drink piss. No, you can't say that. that. You can't end it on that. I think I just did. You son of a bitch. (laughs) No, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, As always, uh, we'll see you up there.